Welcome to the Everyday Icon Style Podcast, your guide to unlocking your inner icon through the transformative power of style, wardrobe, and closet organization. Join me, your host Tiffany, as we discover your true style potential and elevate your professional presence. Are you ready to unleash the everyday icon within you? Then let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Everyday Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and today let's have a discussion about are dress codes outdated? So, according to a research search engine, Adzuma, casual attire at work is more favorable for employees while business wear is declining. So, it may be true to put away the power suit, but this will depend on the industry you work in. Do I think the dress codes are outdated? Yes, in the structure that they are now or that they've always been in. You know, saying you have to wear suits, you have to wear a tie, you have to wear X, Y, and Z. Now, do I think there should be guidelines? Yes, because what happens is if you don't give people some form of guide, they are going to take it and run with it in any way possible. So having something that gives people a guideline, maybe not a dress code, but a dress, dress guidelines, maybe stating that you can wear, you cannot wear X, Y, and Z. So you can't wear pajama bottoms. You can't wear Crocs to work. You can't wear tank tops, you know, having your arms exposed. You can't wear see-through clothing. You can't wear things that are too tight. You can't wear things with rips. And I could go on and on and on and on and on. Because if you don't provide these guidelines, people will run run with it. And people will come into work looking any old type of way. We still have to remember that we are still conducting business. Even if you look at entrepreneurs, they have some form of dress guideline or dress code for themselves. So you definitely, I definitely think that the current state of dress codes should be revamped because it's definite they're definitely very rigid but then that's also going to depend upon the type of industry you work in but even your most rigid industries say maybe for so like banking they have become a little bit more laxed you know you might see them in sports coats and maybe a shirt but they don't, they no longer have to wear a tie. You know, they're a little bit more open. They're now being able to, you're seeing more incorporating of the sneaker culture coming into certain workplaces. So things like that, but still keeping a professional look. And a few episodes back, I actually did an episode on the different types of work attire and workwear. So you definitely want to go back and listen to that episode. And if I can find the episode for you, I will put that in in the description box below. So especially over the past few years, but if you really pay attention to it, years ago, maybe the past 10, 15 years, it's slowly been changed. The dress code for work has slowly been changing and slowly evolving. If you're old enough, you remember where you sometimes, depending on where you worked, you had to pay to wear jeans on a Friday. It all started with casual Friday. Casual Friday at the time did not mean jeans. Casual Friday meant a pair of dress slacks, a nice cute little blouse, and a cute pair of shoes, and that was it. It pretty much meant you don't have to wear a suit. 
Now, add in wearing jeans. Back when I used to work in the retail banking industry and I worked in the corporate offices, you could there were times where you could wear jeans. So for example, say, I think there was a time where the, we were doing something with the United Way and if you donated to the United Way, X amount of dollars, whatever, you got to wear, you got a jean day that you could use or wear. So that's how jean days were incorporated. Or they would say, you might have a jean day once a month. But that slowly began to evolve to where now, depending on the industry and the company that you work for, you can wear jeans every day. Now, when you get into the retail banking and finance industry, that's not going to be the case because they feel that you are client-facing individuals and because of just what that industry is, you're rarely going to see that at maybe the branch level. I may be different. I know Saturdays, they, they tend to do that, but it's slowly changing, but you're not going to see necessarily this drastic change as you do say in more companies, like say my current company right now, because it's a tech company and other companies, everybody's getting a little more laxed. Now, just because I'm saying that dress codes are outdated in the way that they are currently does not mean dressing, not dressing for success. I want you to always keep in mind and keep this in the back of your head. Dressing for success will never, ever, ever be outdated. So even in the changing landscape of how we dress for work is changing dressing for success will never change because it still holds weight and is still valuable so what we have to do now is how does that look how does dressing for success look if dress codes are outdated so here are a few things that I think of why the top big two things as to why I think that they it's becoming outdated. They're restrictive. Now we need to have guidelines because people will run with it, but they are restrictive. You can't necessarily show up to work and be comfortable in what you wear. Not all of us like wearing suits. I mean, there was a time that I liked wearing suits and suit they think professional formal work attire has its place but not every day. You all know how uncomfortable that is. I don't think people really understand from a woman's perspective how uncomfortable that is. Now, I grew up at a time where you had to wear coordinating suits, you had to wear the dress shoes, and if you had on skirts or dresses, you had to wear stockings. I don't like stockings anymore, and that was always in the dress code. You had to have stockings. Black, flesh-toned stockings, that's a lot and you're hot and you become and you have to wear this all the time it was not the greatest thing in the world I mean if you can imagine that there was a time where you women couldn't even wear pantsuits at a time and it would be in the dress code so it's restrictive it also is restrict it's also restrictive in a point of everybody looks the same in the day and age of everybody saying, oh, show up to work the way that you are, show up as yourself, as your true authentic self, I can't do that if you're telling me I, telling me what to wear. Now, there are benefits of that, 
but you need to decide the benefits of how you dress and how you get to show up every day. You get to create your work uniform if you want to. The company shouldn't have to tell you how to do that. Sometimes you cannot show up as yourself and be comfortable as yourself and be productive if you don't look and feel good, if that makes sense. Because clothes and the relationship that we have with clothes kind of dictates how we feel about ourselves. So if I don't feel good in what I'm wearing, then I might not perform as well. I might be doing it because that's it's what I'm told to do and not what I want to do and not what I want to wear. And clothes speak on your behalf. As I always say around here, they speak for and before you. So in the dress code that's ever changing, you're able to, your wardrobe is able to speak for you in a way that you might not be able to. Because looks are first impression. If we're all sitting in the same piece of clothing, the same wardrobe, there's no, there's no way to differentiate who is who and what your personality is and what this is and what that is. And it's also restrictive because if you dress a certain way, you're more than likely to act that way. So if you're in a formal business setting, even though other companies around you have changed in your industry have changed, but you're still in this professional setting, you're going to think that way. And what I mean by that is you're not going to maybe necessarily speak the way that you want to speak. It will hold you back, kind of like hold you, keeps you captive, so to speak, I guess you can say, to the point to where it's like, I'm not going to speak on this new creative way. But if I am given the opportunity to dress in a more business or smart, casual way, it might allow me to give my ideas a little more freely, to be myself a little more, and not everybody kind of look the same. And if you want to show up as the best confident version of yourself, a dress code is going to have to allow you to do that. And that's the main part of where it becomes restrictive is does it necessarily allow you to show up as the best, most confident version of yourself. And that goes from clothes, hair, to accessories, the whole nine yards. And we could talk about that could be a whole podcast in itself. But just to give that idea of, because guess what? You're trying to make sure that you fit in and you do the right thing to where when we should be standing out and when we're able to stand out and be comfortable, then guess what? Our best work will come forth from us. So it being restrictive. The next thing that I think is, is that the work environment has changed. And with us either, many of us working strictly from home, or as in my case, I have work in hybrid, I go in three days a week and I'm home two days a week. How we dress has changed. And we all know this. We didn't care how we looked. In the beginning we did for, that lasted probably a couple months. But as we really got into truly working from home, it changed. We became very lax. We became very comfortable. We were dressing in a way that it was just like, we had this big, huge sigh of relief. 
then I don't have to show up in a way, in a version of myself. I can be comfortable and I'm still getting work done and I'm probably more productive now than I was in the office. And some people were actually working over just because they had the space or getting things done in a good time span. But we have to begin to see how that reflects on us and the company. That if companies want us and to best for us to show up as our best selves, they have to kind of change along with it. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a proponent of head wraps and heads, well, cute head wraps, scarves, scarves that we wear to bed. Let me make that very clear. Scarves that you would wear to bed. I do not like those showing up online in the workplace. I've never even, I haven't seen that. But if you have to show up on camera, you still want to look your best with working from home in a hybrid situation. So you're going to have meetings, you're going to have um, interviews. If you're working recruiting, such as myself, you're going to have to show up and be online with people. It also helps with attracting potential employees. If you want employees to see you as the place to work for, it's not always about the benefits, even though it is. It's about compensation, but it's also about how can I show up to work? What is your work environment? Are you business casual? Because that relays one sense of company, how people view the company. Are you casual, like a smart casual? That is going to show your culture because how you dress is also part of the culture. So if someone is looking for a place where they can be themselves, show up confidently how they dress, does the culture that people see you when they're looking you up online and on social media and if they see you in the news, does is that portrayed in your dress code? If it doesn't, then the dress code isn't helping you. If you're a fun place to work, then the dress code should also reflect that. That's where it has to change because the landscape is changing. The employees that are coming up behind the baby boomers, the Gen Xs such as myself, they're doing things a different way. And guess what? Even me as a Gen X person, I'm seeing it as a different way because I'm at a point to where now I see some of my millennial friends doing saying, hey, we don't have to necessarily do this anymore. We can dress like this and still getting the work done. They're helping even us change in our own quiet way because since people say you don't hear from us all the time, we are making the necessary, we know how to pivot. I'll just put this caveat out there about my Gen X fam. We know how to pivot in silence and pivot when we do. And when we do, it's like, oh, wow. We're actually now, it's helping us now actually show up as ourselves because now when we have something to say, people listen to us because you know we, we're kind of behind the scenes, but when we come out from behind the scenes, we're locked and loaded and ready to go. But that's just a whole nother thing. But with the work environment changing and it's going to always be changing, it's going to be changing from working from home to having a hybrid state to some people at some point maybe going back full time. The way we were doing before, that has to actually begin to change. And if it doesn't change, you're going to lose as companies, I feel, 
you're going to lose good quality candidates over something as simple as dress codes, but still having guidelines in place so that people know how to show up. Because the one thing I've learned in my 20 years, if we're not giving people guidelines on what to do or how to show up, they're literally going to show up any old kind of way. And that's not cool. But at the end of all the day, of whether they change the dress codes or whether they don't, but I, I do see that they're changing it more so industry by industry. Dressing for success will never, ever go out of style. What we look like in our image when people see us, that is the first thing they see and they are going to make a judgment about that. So you always want them to make the right judgment and you get to control that. So even if it's in a very ultra casual work environment, you still want to dress a step above. And these are pointers of how to get around that to always be dressing for success. You always want to dress above. In a prior episode, I said, I think it was episode 124, I believe it was. I'll put it in the description box below. If all else fails, do business casual. And that episode literally helps you with breaking the, the different types of work attire down, which will help you with showing up and knowing how to dress in no matter what work environment or what a dress code, non-dress code is. So... I hope you enjoyed today's episode today. I know it was a little bit all over the place, but beginning to bring in the topic of our dress codes outdated, it's something, a conversation that needs to happen. And this is probably going to be the first of many conversations around dress codes at work and how to dress for them, how to get around things, and just having the conversation to find out if we still feel that they're valid. So I want to know from you, do you feel that dress codes are outdated? Let me know over on my Instagram channel. I always have a little snippet of today's episode and begin, be sure to put it in the comments of what you feel about dress codes and if you feel they're outdated or if they need to change or if you like them and you feel that they are actually valid and are fine just the way that they are. So with all that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Stay healthy, stay safe. And of course, I will talk to you guys next week in the next podcast episode. Bye, guys.